Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Friends with Friends. My name's... um, Kevin Roberts and his Are you going mad? His Steve Pentwhistle. <laughs> Steve Pentwhistle? Yeah, that's that's your name. Why did you pluck that from? I don't know. Why are we doing weird names now? Do you know what? I'm slightly delirious today. That's um, good. I'm excited. Can we? This is going to become a thing now. So you can never say our real names. It just has to be some different, different names. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can. I can try that. Uh, what did I say my name was? I've instantly I've, forgotten. Yeah, it. I've completely forgotten. <laughs> Kevin. You're Roberts Steve. Or you're Steve Pentwhistle. Stevie Pence. Yeah, but it can be different every week now, so we don't have to remember them, don't we? No, no, I just I, I just meant that I've literally forgotten whatever names I just oh, yeah, said. Yeah. Well, that's the nature of the beast, isn't it? Um, do you know why I'm delirious? Because you went to see Dua Lipa last night? What, yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, I don't, I'm, not, I'm genuinely not exaggerating when I say this. It yeah. was one of the best nights of my fucking life. Really? It was just... Uh, can we just spend the whole episode just talking about it? Because yeah, if you want, it's it's just I feel like a, a defining moment in my life happened last night. Really, it's just, just an the, all, just all downhill f- from here. Um, or like the yeah. thing happened at the show. Plus, I was quite drunk, but right. that just added to this sort of general sense of euphoria. Wow, that's um, good. That's exciting. Yeah, where was it on? Uh, Leeds Arena. Leeds Arena. First direct arena? Correct. Um, one of my favourite moments was when Dua Lipa pointed at a middle-aged woman who was having the time of her life in the audience. And yeah. uh, Dua Lipa was sort of praising this woman's enthusiasm. And she went, this is for you. And at that point, you think, oh, maybe she's going to like hit a high note or something. And at that right. point, her dedication to this middle-aged woman was to drop to the floor and do a dance move, which um, I'm afraid I can only describe as pounding her vagina into the floor. <laughs> and I, 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 it just felt like a very odd tribute to this middle-aged woman's enthusiasm, but I appreciated it all the same. And did the middle-aged woman appreciate it? Oh, yeah. Do you know what she did? She did some very sort of mumsy arm-waving. Right. Sure, can, sure. Can I know you, exactly what can that you is. Can you picture what I mean? 
like two like I, I, I reckon what I'm picturing is exactly what happened it's that mm. much of a like a visceral image you know yeah well I did a good job of describing it then didn't I yeah well done very well, well done more than me but um, um, yeah I did think that I might be a little hoarse today um, but I'm I'm alright I think that's good yeah you didn't run into a, a little horse like I Rachel. didn't <laughs> <laughs> no well, I you did I'm Pete not... unlike hang on I can do it better because that, that was the only thing that I what, hang on Let, pretend you just said the horse thing again so you, okay. thought, you thought you'd be a little I horse I thought I'd be a little horse well unlike Rachel Green last week Pete you avoided the horse I did I did yeah <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you really took a long run up to that, but it was fine. <laughs> That's my kind of comedy. Second attempt. And we, we won't edit that first one out either. That's the honest relationship we have with you here on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, you know how last week I commented that our requesters said where in the UK they were from? And we yeah. said, hey, that's a novelty. Um, yeah. Well, this week's request has done it as well. Really? And that wasn't because I said it last week, because they requested this like the best part of a year ago. Oh, that's exciting. That is good. Maybe we're about to hit a roll of it. Shall I read it out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just scroll to the bottom. Yeah. Hello, Fwiff Pod. Do you know what? We never get read, um, sort of ad- addressed as Fwiff Pod. It's usually Dave and Pete or mm. J- Josh and Steve or whatever our names are this week. I, I like remember. that. It makes the, the podcast sort of sound sentient, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It does. It makes it seem really official, doesn't it? Uh, firstly, can I just say thank you for making this podcast? But don't forget, she's not talking to me and you. She's Is talking this to message? the podcast. Oh, I thought you were thanking me then. I was like, well, you do it too. No, 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 no. This is, this is Charlotte. Fine. Um, but I, I, like I say, she's not addressing me and you. She's addressing the podcast. So she's thanking the podcast for making yeah. the podcast happen. Uh, it's a real ray of sunshine. It's been a bit of a difficult time for me. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Charlotte. I'm glad that we are idiocy. Idiocy? I'd, I'd hope that pronounced. nearly a year on, your difficult time has improved. I know, but I feel like it's it's it's, it's we should uh, note it because oh, of course, you know that's I know. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully the difficult times are over, and hearing us talk about horses and <laughs> do a leap of pounding a vagina into the floor. I mean, yeah, what what's not? That's left? another thing I describe quite viscerally, isn't it? Yes, very much so, mate. Very much so. Quite quite proud of that description. <laughs> yeah, well, again, I think we can all picture exactly what she would be doing. Um, please can you do season five, the one where Ross can't flirt. I love that Phoebe discovered she can speak Italian and that Joey's grandma calls him my big fat the Joey star. Um, however, there are some questions such as after years of being awkward around women, why does Chandler suddenly become charming and smooth? There's some double standard sexism from Chandler regarding Monica's flirting. And I was pleased to learn a new fact about the adding of smell to gas. Thank you again. Uh, emoji with the little hearts and the smiley face. You know, that nice one. Love Charlotte in Stockport. Sunny Stockport. Sunny. Not very often sunny Stockport, Pete. Have but you ever place- been to Stockport? Me? Oh, many, many times. Stockport. Yes, I used to go swimming at Grand Central Swimming Pool, Charlotte. I'm sure you know it. It had the two slides, the fast one and the slow one. And the fast one had... Hello there. Uh, It's Pete here on his own. Um, And that's because at this point in the recording, Dave started talking about Stockport for fucking ages. And then he said that I wasn't allowed to edit it out. Uh, but he doesn't edit the podcast. I do. So um, on your behalf, listener, I have condensed how much Dave went on about Stockport for because life is too short 
to hear about Stockport. And I think even people who live in Stockport and listen to this podcast will agree with me there. So you're welcome. And now back to your podcast. Um, but there you go. End of Stockport anecdotes. And Pete, if you edit any of those out, I will know. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Shall we have the synopsis to this week's episode of Friends having talked extensively about Stockport? Yeah. I, I think it's best. Yeah. Good. Good. So, from Stockport to Friends, just making sure you definitely can't edit it out. Uh, the <laughs> series five, episode nineteen, the one where Ross can't flirt. Four six seven six six nine. Uh, Rachel secretly helps out Ross after he botches flirting with the pizza delivery girl. Joey invites his grandmother over to watch his role on Law and Order, but when his part has been cut, quickly improvises his own two-minute role, sneaks in the video for everyone to watch. And Monica asks Phoebe for a pair of earrings back that she loaned her, but Phoebe lent them to Rachel, who lost one. Do you know what my first uh, observation was? I, in my head, remember this being much earlier than it was than late season five. But, um, you know, I was scrolling through like your season twos and threes just mindlessly when I was trying to put it on earlier. I was like, this feels like old classic friends but it's actually over halfway through i really liked this episode yeah it's great um because although there are a couple of different storylines going on um it's nice because they're all largely in the same place for the whole yeah thing. It is. it's one of those bottle episodes isn't it everybody's in the apartment basically there's a couple of tiny there's one tiny bit in joey and chandler's apartment and one bit where rachel runs to the street but apart from that pretty much all in the apartment isn't it yeah um, and there are, I mean, there's, there's, like you say, there's different storylines going on. I cannot help but feel that Phoebe and Rachel got shafted a little bit in this episode because the Joey Law and Order storyline is absolutely brilliant. I really like it. Like 10 out of 10. Loads of funny lines, loads of funny. Like the premise is great. Everything, the way it resolves, great. Ross not flirting is hilarious. Yes. Like, there's so much, it's cringy as F, but my God, it's funny. And then, Jennifer Aniston and Lisa Kudrow mainly spend this episode just like looking under cushions. <laughs> but still, some of my favourite moments in this episode are Rachel and Phoebe moments. Oh, really? Yeah. What in that plot line and them looking for the earrings? Yeah, and just a couple of well, there's uh, a couple of well, I'm not going to go into my favourite lines now. I'm gonna, not going to. I'm not going to. What did you say? Spunk my chips or something? What's that expression <laughs> you use? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It wasn't the right phrase, but it is the one I use. I'm not going to spoke my chips now. Um, I'll wait. Um, no, actually, one of my favourite lines is from this uh, plot line. Let's start with this plot line, shall we? Because it is the one with the sort of the least meat, as it were. Um, but the most earrings. So Monica's lost some earrings. No, no, Monica's lent some earrings to Phoebe. She lent them to Rachel, but Rachel isn't allowed to borrow Monica's stuff. Um, and Rachel has inevitably lost one of the earrings. So, you know, and so farce ensues when they're trying to find the earring. I think, I mean, we probably have to reference the line I'm thinking of. I don't know if it's the same one as, as yours, but I really enjoy when uh, Phoebe goes, I found it, and uh, brings the earring back out. And where was it? On your dresser. That's the one we already have. I like yeah, all those The way that moments. Jennifer Aniston says that through her gritted teeth is great. Yes. <laughs> it's really funny, isn't it? It's really funny. And no, yeah, there, there are, you're quite right, some, some bits. And the realisation that Rachel is so... Um, distraught not distraught that's not the word is it but she's so and uh, frustrated when she realizes they were monica's earrings in the first place because she knows like a child 
that's yeah. sort of broken the rules that she's not allowed to borrow Monica's stuff. And the way that all plays out is really pleasing, isn't it? Also, um, I know we're uh, we're on Rachel and Phoebe here, but the whole mm. reason they're looking for these earrings is because Monica and Chandler are going out. Dave, what occasion are they going out oh, for? Oh, well, you would want your favourite earrings, wouldn't you? Because you wouldn't want to ruin your 10-month anniversary. Not a thing! Not a thing. Absolutely. Swivel on that, Monica and Chandler. The first time that Chandler says right at the start, uh, I think it's Ross, oh, we're yeah. um, celebrating our 10-month anniversary. I just thought, why? Yeah. What why are you doing that? 10 months isn't even a thing. It, like, in, it, It's... Like, even, let's be honest, we'd balk at six months because it's not really a thing. But at least you go, oh, that's a, that's half a year. That has a little yeah. uh, nice significance. Nine months? Even if you were going to go for another one, you go for nine, wouldn't you? But even that's bullshit. Ten well, that's months. taken up by babies, isn't it? Nine months. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nine months. We could have had a baby by now. Um, what really brought to light was how quickly Emily got remarried because Emily gets remarried in the next episode yeah. and her and Ross, and this 10-month anniversary of Monica and Chandler is also, of course, the 10-month anniversary of Ross and Emily's wedding. Yeah, good friends maths that is, Dave. Well done. Yeah, thank you. But Emily's Emily's met a new man and got married within 10 months. And then there's another point later where I think Chandler and Monica wish each other a happy anniversary. <sighs> it's not your anniversary. Yes, they keep referencing the anniversary, don't they? Your anniversary. Oh, this is about our anniversary. Like, what an absolute... I'm sorry, lads, but and I'm you know, pleased that you lasted longer than 10 months and you got married and all that. That's nice. But this can absolutely fuck off because 10 yeah. months is not a thing and no one should ever celebrate 10 months of anything. What at uh, hmm? You're trying to think of a ten month thing you would celebrate. Yeah. What would you celebrate? Te- sobriety. <laughs> what else is there? I mean, yeah, the sort of thing where you're counting the the weeks and the days. Then I yeah. guess you'd 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 put a marker on it month by month. But but just an ongoing thing that nah, not having it, mate. Absolutely not yeah. having it. But do, you know, do continue to try and bring the mood down with mentions of sobriety anniversaries. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, rife for mega lols, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, we do learn that Chandler's got a jewellery box, though, which is never referenced again. Yeah, what does he keep in it? Does he just keep that watch that... That Joey gave him. Oh, the bracelet, yeah, <laughs> the best buds bracelet. Yeah, um, bracelet, I don't, yeah, I don't, it. I don't know. I don't know. We, it's one of those frenzy things that is just thrown out there, and as we do as viewers, you know, Phoebe goes, "What? What? What? What is that?" And they go, "Look, we've only got ten minutes. We haven't got time for this, basically." And then, yeah, that's the last we ever learn of Chandler's jewelry box. But I can't. He doesn't wear much jewelry, does he? No. Um, maybe he just likes it. Maybe just a nice a nice piece for his bedroom, you know? A nice ornament. So that's about it on the sort of earrings thing, isn't it? They eventually do... No, they don't find the earring, do they? That's that's absolutely... Famously not, no. No, I misremembered it. They don't find the earring. Phoebe apologises to Monica, and um, Monica is completely reasonable. Rachel obviously thinks, I'm going to get a piece of this sympathetic action owns up and then monica flies off the handler and you know in fairness to rachel you would feel a bit peeved at that point wouldn't you because monica is just acting completely differently to the two of them but that's it and then of course of course and we could have predicted this from the start Chandler wasn't going to notice what earrings he bought was he yeah a little plot twist he didn't even get yeah. no has no idea um but I don't know that that for me feels very in keeping with the friends universe, but not very in keeping with reality. Because if you buy something, even if you've not picked it out, 
You'd know what it looked like, yeah. You'd have so seen I've it. ever bought jewellery for a partner, I've, I know exactly what it is, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't suddenly be like, oh, is that the thing I got you? Oh, aren't I brilliant type thing? I don't think I've ever bought anyone jewellery. Really? Bought a mm. couple of necklaces in my time. Oh, maybe I've bought some earrings. Um, I don't think I've ever bought earrings. I don't really trust myself with earring buying, you know? Why? Um, just because I don't really trust myself to buy things that a partner would would wear. Something like a little necklace. I, I, I've done a couple of necklaces with like a, a, a meaningful thing on them, you know? Oh, that, like like your name? Like, no, 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 not my name. Uh, no, well, like I got my ex like a little um, paw print of our dog's paw. Oh, that's cute. You know, that kind of thing. That's like a nice meaningful thing that I'm like, this is a nice little thing that I know she'll like. But like an earring without getting something that's a bit novelty, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Is that something? I'm not, I don't feel very good at judging what other people would like, even if I know them really well. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. So there you go. Is that an insight? Do you want to talk about sobriety anniversaries again? I think it's <laughs> the same sort of vibe. Uh, anyway, come on, let's move on. What are we doing next? Uh, probably Joey on Law and Order? Yes, I do like uh, Joey's grandma's hot pink number. Yes, very stylish, isn't she? That's a strong look, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Curious couple of one-ep characters in, in the grandmother speaks no English and Caitlin, isn't that? Like, I think, I, th- I mean, we'll, we'll come on to Caitlin a little bit later in more yeah. detail, but I, she's, she's quite an, a good character. Um, Joe's grandma? No, or Caitlin. Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin, I think, like, yeah, yeah, She's great. got a bit of chat. She's, she no. seems, she seems like engaged with the group, um, Agreed. I could have done to see her a couple more times. No, no, totally agree. I, I actually, the interesting thing, what I was going to say is both these characters, we never really see again, um, but they're both good, I think. Like, I mean, Joey's grandma, obviously not speaking any English, gives her a limited lifespan in the series, but she still gets a couple of big laughs, doesn't she? You know that bit where um, Monica is getting ready and she says to Chandler, like, oh, I was thinking about... That night in London, you yeah. gave me some hot loving. Yeah. Uh, also, I just hate the expression hot loving. And and Chandler's like, oh, don't want Joey's grandmother to hear. What about Monica's brother, who is also <laughs> very much in earshot? I feel like hot loving is something he probably doesn't need to hear about either. Pete, we're ha- over halfway through this series now. If there's one thing we know, Monica and Ross can say anything they want in front of each other, that it would be almost sort of imprisonable an offence to the regular public but to Monica and Ross is just normal normal conversation isn't it yeah fair but yeah I don't like hot loving at all that is um, like what she's done there is choose a phrase she she was, she stopped herself because of Joey's grandma and then when she realised she didn't have any English she thought she'd choose the what the, like the sort of sexiest way of saying it to Chandler I think the expression hot loving sounds like it belongs in a sort of late 70s soul song. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. That's the right vibe. Yeah. Um, and it does not inspire any sort hot of loving? arousal oh, from right. me. <laughs> not, that, not that my, my watching friends is ever supposed to generate any sort of arousal. But, you know, if they're trying to be sexy. You know, come on, guys. Try a bit harder. That's all I'd say. So anyway, yes. <laughs> so Joey's in an episode. So Joey's invited his grandmother over. And to be fair, it's quite bold to arrange a viewing party with your friends and 
your family that, you know, who clearly isn't local, his grandma, you know, she's made the trip especially. And it's not like he's the lead in a movie. He is a small guest part in one scene of a, like, very long-running show. It's no guarantee he's going to be in it, as he finds out, is it? I really enjoy the bit where Joey claims that he's another person altogether. Like, there's literally a completely different person on screen. He's like, there's me! <laughs> he's panicking and not engaging his fairly limited intellect, is he, to, uh, to to get to the right conclusion straight away. Although, to be fair, based on what his grandmother does eventually fall for, it's worth a punt. That's true, actually. Yeah, <laughs> She's sick as shit. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't cover herself in glory by buying that story, does she? There's a few things. Like, I love, um, I mean, it's it's probably one of my favourite lines as well, but I love Joey trying to distract her by shouting, is that the Pope? Yeah. <laughs> and by looking out the, the window of her multi-storey building. <laughs> but I also love how um, emotionally invested Phoebe ends up being in that homemade video. Yes, yes, that's one of my favourite bits of the whole episode, actually, is when when they're doing, he's playing out that scene, and what does he say? He says, if, you, if I don't get it, I'm going to shoot this duck. And yeah. he goes, oh no. <laughs> she's like genuinely quite quite distressed by it. Yeah, she's really moved by it. It's, so, it's very Phoebe, and it's very funny, and the delivery of that line is, is brilliant. Um, and to be fair, considering he's only got a couple of minutes to make it, he's, he's, he could have done much worse, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah. As Chandler points out, probably change your clothes a bit. But, hey, apart from that, 10 out of 10. Apart from when he opens the door and there's literally nobody there. And I don't know where, I don't know what she's supposed to think was threatening him on the other side of that door. As Charlotte points out, Phoebe suddenly being able to speak Spanish is very, very well done. And just like, I'll tell you what, you know, hot loving's not very sexy, but Lisa Kudrow spouting the Italian, that's pretty sexy, Pete. I love her delivery of, I guess so, when she's asked whether she can speak Italian as well. That's great. Yes, yeah. Well, I mean, this is the thing. Phoebe has, uh, I, I guess, in the world, just learnt to speak Spanish somehow, or it's just arrived in her brain because... Italian, wrong country. Uh, it's Italian, sorry. Did I say Spanish? Yeah, you did. God, my brain's not working today. Um, but because when she speaks to Paolo and Paolo talks in Italian to her, she has no idea what he's saying. That's true, yeah. So even though it's a kind of a semi-continuity error, but it's not because even she's surprised by it. So actually, they kind of tie that back up together, don't they? Yeah, I like that bit. Maybe she's learned it sort of subconsciously in her sleep or something. Do you ever try and do that? With a tape, like Chandler yeah. does? Yeah. Well, yeah, but there was a whole thing about like, oh, you can learn a language really easy if you put on like a tape overnight. and That feels like bollocks. Okay, that's absolutely bollocks, Pete, as I, as I can tell, because I'm not speaking any other foreign languages fluently. But um, Do you know any foreign languages? No, I mean, I've got a friend at a French A-level. I can, I can get by in French, in French, France. I know the name of the country, don't you worry. Uh, I get by in France. I did Italian GCSE and French A-level. Did you? Yeah. I've not heard of an Italian GCSE. Uh, well, this isn't going to... Yeah, this is... Can we get to the adverts very soon after this sort of awful Why? Why? admittance? Because, because of the sort of wanky school I went to, I did... Did you learn Latin? Oh, I did Latin GCC as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, absolutely. How often Latin. do you use your Latin GCC? Uh, <laughs> every now and then it comes in handy, my friend. I tell you that. <laughs> 
but I didn't do Italian GCSE when I did all my other GCSEs. <laughs> I did Italian GCSE as a an additional option in in uh, year twelve. Isn't that an absolutely wankerish thing? It's awful. I hate it. What a nerd. What an absolutely nerd. What an absolutely nerd? What an absolute nerd. Yeah, they did a thing where you could learn, like you could do Italian GCSE in a year in, I've said year 12. It was, we called it lower sixth. And look at it's- you now, you're fluent. Ciao, tutti. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Do you know what? No, all jokes aside, Latin is very good for... Because then I did a music degree. It's very useful for music. You do. There's a lot of Latin knocking about in music terminology. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can imagine. So it all did tie in a little bit, but that's nah, absolutely fucking dead language, right? Isn't it? What a waste of time. Um, Ross is flirting. I mean, I feel like me talking about being able to speak Latin is almost as interesting as Ross talking about gas. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm worried now <laughs> with a, a little bit of self awareness. Few things at the start of this storyline. Yeah. Why is Chandler paying for the pizza just before he's going out for dinner? I mean, the pizza's interesting on the whole, because I'm not sure I saw anybody eat a pizza, and throughout most of the episode, there's just a giant stack of pizzas on the kitchen counter. Well, also, what's the first reason that they get Caitlin back with another pizza? Because Phoebe, there's no vegetarian pizza. And then what, do they, what does Ross do once the forgotten pizza turns up? He pays for it. Yeah, oh yeah, why So is they're paying, paying for, for the same pizza twice. Caitlin's yeah. absolutely mugging him off. <laughs> she is. She's got no a little she keeps going, going back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I mean, so the only thing I can think of is that you would order pizza because you all want to watch Joey's show and eat a pizza. Have you ever, ever, ever in your life ordered a pizza and not started to eat it immediately? Well, no, no. absolutely. You just get straight in, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's one of the most like classic takeaway foods for just being like, right, it's here open i basically got my mouth around a slice of pizza before i got into the living room most of the time well it's hot isn't it hot it's hot it's ready to go but they take all these pizzas and they just stack them up in the kitchen and like you say monica and chandler are going out for dinner so why is he paying in the first place and why have they got 25 pizzas i have many of the reference and b why are none of them eating the pizza what's it doing hmm it's going cold, that's what it's doing, Dave. Going bloody cold, isn't it? So they can order more pizza and also get more practice at flirting. Is that it, is it? Mm, maybe. Maybe. Um, right at the start, when Ross accuses Chandler of flirting, you know, when they're in Joey and Chandler's apartment, 
And then Chandler says, you want to see flirting? I'll show you flirting. And then he does a sort of shimmy slide towards Yeah, he sort Ross. of leans in, doesn't he? Yeah. Yes, this is where I lean. I was intrigued as to how that was going to manifest as flirting, because what does happen, obviously, is Ross says, no, thank you, I'm good, or whatever. But um, I would have been intrigued to see what Chandler deems as flirting. Because as Charlotte points out in her request... It's plausible that Ross is bad at flirting. It's not plausible that Chandler's good at flirting. And he is. He's being very smooth, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Confident uh, with her. Very confident. And and maybe he does have that thing. I don't know if you have this thing in life. I think a lot of people have this thing. When you're in a nice, loving relationship, you're suddenly much more natural at talking to people that you would otherwise fancy or want to flirt with because... There's no pressure on you, you know? So he's probably, maybe that's the explanation for that. Chandler isn't actually trying to flirt. He's just talking to another human without being a sort of stereotypical 90s man, as he describes in this episode, of basically wanting to sleep with every woman he meets. Mm. The thing is that Monica does actually call out Chandler's double standards about the flirting yeah. thing. But then she almost kind of stops defending herself. It feels a little bit like she's sort of talked around by him. I don't know. It, it, she doesn't. Yeah. It it doesn't end up with Chandler learning that what he said was wrong. It just sort of lets him get away with what he yeah, said. Yeah, it's a strange little bit, that isn't it? Because that is it's not a good colour on Chandler when he basically goes, "You can't flirt." You know that line where he's like, "Oh, what we've learned tonight is that you flirt with every man in the tri-state area." It's like, ah, oh, give it a rest, man. Mm. Like flirting with other people is fine, isn't it? Like, on the list of things, on the list of your rules in general. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure every relationship's different, but... Well, the the bit that... This is, again, I'm using one of my favourite lines here, but it's a opportune moment to reference it. One of my favourite moments in the whole episode is Rachel's... No, it bothered me when he slept with other women. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. So, there you go. So, so yeah, Chandler needs to calm down. I don't, I don't enjoy... Uh, him in that moment what I do enjoy more than anything and I'm not really one for cringe comedy but David Schwimmer being bad at flirting is one of (laughs) some of the funniest of all his his stuff I think I just love how it keeps going like even at the point where it's clear that Ross is now clocked that he's dug himself this like really boring hole yeah he keeps going like he's just incapable of stopping. He just keeps filling the silence with more and more yeah. gas chat. Yeah. I mean, his first line of, I happen to like eight-year-old boys is one of the worst things yeah. anyone's ever said to anyone, really, I, isn't it? Uh, and then the, um, <laughs> the the best bit in the gas chat. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of good bits in the gas chat. Yeah. But when she first says that the pizza oven's gas and he just goes, gas intense (laughs) (laughs) really good yeah i'd say he's putting a lot of pressure on himself trying to successfully flirt with a woman that who who is literally on a deadline to leave the situation they're in you know yeah i mean she's only there to collect the money and then go isn't she that's what i mean it's hard enough chatting someone up when you're sort of meeting them out and you can have a normal length conversation but basically putting a, a short burst of uh, time there there's a lot of pressure on and he, he does panic and it's I, I love the line over oh, humanity I love the bit where Phoebe reassures him by saying that she found it interesting as well <laughs> like, yeah. and then she goes in for another fact doesn't she about gas afterwards yes yeah yeah, yeah. Phoebe's sort of what else what else did they had smell to got a bit of uh, 
Factual corrections for this, I'm afraid. Methane does not smell. Ross is wrong. Methane uh, is odourless too. Oh, well, there you go. Good yeah. good, good gas knowledge, Dave. Good. I mean, it wasn't. I like how having just spent the last 10 minutes highlighting how boring Ross's gas chat is, <laughs> that you've then decided it's an opportune moment to contribute your own. Yep. You're quite welcome. Bring your own gas fact. <laughs> No, the smell that comes from methane is often to do with the decomposition of like matter and or the digestion of you know like because it's like famously a sort of farty smell, isn't it? But um, actual pure methane, pretty odorless. Quite a sweet moment to end that. To be fair, wasn't it when Rachel chases Caitlin down? Oh yeah, what she does for Ross is really sweet. Yeah, and very, very mature sweet, because they are former yeah. lovers. Yes, yes, as she points out. Um, and that's a nice sort of resolution. I mean, it's a shame, again, like you say, that we don't see more of Caitlin because you sort of get the impression here that, that Ross and Caitlin might maybe go on a date or something might happen. And I would, what I would like to say, I'll tell you this is free, Pete, is the aftermath of the gas chat when they're actually on a date. How does Ross mm. deal with that? How does he bounce back, you know? I think you'd just have to own it, wouldn't you? You'd be like, yeah. remember that time I talked about gas loads? 100%. You'd have to be like, that was fucking awful, wasn't it? Anyway, mm. lol, let's carry on and be, be normal, shall we? Mm. Favourite lines? Um, well, I've spunked my chips a few times. Yeah. But uh, there's a few others that I'll throw into the mix. Yeah. Of uh, Ross's flirting line where he goes <laughs> with Phoebe about her pizza. And he's like... You and those vegetables have a thing going on, huh? Yeah. That's great. Ross sort of practising his flirting on Phoebe is very funny. Just his sort of perplexed, was I talking to her about gas? When he closes the door on her. Yeah, the bit where Ross is sort of practising his flirting on Phoebe is also very funny, isn't he? Sort of leaning on and and trying to give her the flirty eyes. And I I do enjoy that line where Phoebe says, why are you being weird? And Ross goes, do you like it? He's like, no, that'd be why are you being cute? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Have you any other lines to throw into the mix? Yes, I do, actually. I really like the bit where Ross is about to go back outside to talk to Caitlin and then suddenly panics and goes, ooh, what's her name? And everybody goes Caitlin, including Joey's grandmother, goes, Caitlin! <laughs> yeah, that is good, yeah. Uh, and then like a sort of uh, little throwaway line, but when Rachel's talking to Caitlin outside and trying to sort of um, big Ross up, <laughs> but she says the sentence, you know, once you just get past the part where you just want to die. <laughs> yeah, that is good. Uh, like you well. realise he's really sweet and that bit always makes me chuckle. Very funny. Um, so yes, a quiz? Do we have a quiz? It's in your email, Peter. Oh, is it? It is. It's from Ian. Uh, sorry, it's from Amy. Ian? Who's, who, who day to day goes back goes by Ian. Um but for the purposes of this uh, episode of the podcast, Ian is now Amy. Um, well, uh, oh, Ian slash Amy has added a little picture of an orange sofa to his PowerPoint. Ooh, uh, what, very, what, very, I like that people always do PowerPoints because I don't think that's a prerequisite for, for, for doing us a quiz. But everyone does seem to do it as some sort of presentation, don't they? Hey, it's nice. I like it. Don't mind it at all. Question one. What time was Chandler and Monica's reservation? Oh, this was the whole palaver, wasn't it? About well, they could only, it's basically a really hard place to get a reservation at. It was it's something preposterous like 11.30, isn't it? It's, it is 11.30. Well, that's quite a late dinner, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe that's why they need the pizza, to be fair. Question two. How does Joey refer to the character he's going to bash his head in later? Oh, I don't know. 
I don't either. Oh, he goes, yeah, you see that something guy? What's the word? That blind guy. Oh. Oh, I didn't recognise that. That's fun. Um, good question. Question three. What is Monica holding when Ross tells her Chandler was flirting with the delivery girl? Uh, <laughs> we had a great quiz last week. Pizza I box? I'm going to do very well this week. Yeah, let's go for that. Uh, incorrect. Um, it's a bottle of water. Oh, no, when I got that. Question four. How much money does Joey's character want in the suitcase? $100,000. is correct, yeah. And finally, there are 10 episodes before this one with... Oh, wow. There are 10 episodes before this one with Ross in the title. Name four for one point. Oh, my God. What? Uh, uh, okay, the one where right, Ross gonna, and Rachel... I'm going to open up the answers here because... Ian slash Amy has provided okay. them. So let me get the answers open and then I can tell you if you get them. The one where Ross and Rachel dot, 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 you know. Correct. Um, the one with Ross's wedding? That's what the London one's called, isn't it? Correct. Part, part one and part two? Correct, you've that? done it. You've got, uh, oh no, you've still got one more to get. That's three. <laughs> uh, and then the was the was what? the one where Ross and Rachel take a break? Is also correct. Great. Well done. Ross's new girlfriend, Ross finds... There's 10. I can't be asked to name them all. Yeah. <laughs> Google um, them if you want to know the answer, eh? Oh, a tough quiz. That was a tough one. We didn't do as well as last week. Um, but, you know, life's all about ups and downs, as your tattoo says. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Good Pete Allison tattoo <laughs> knowledge. Um, why don't I tell you what next week's episode is? Yes, please, Pete. It is season seven, episode six, the one with the nap partners. Oh, okay, great, lovely. One with the nap partners next week, which will be after your holiday. Enjoy your holiday, Peter. Thank you. Which, if you're listening to the, oh no, you'll be list, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, then I've just got back from my holiday. Uh, where have you been again? Bath- Barcelona. I've been hiking Barcelona. in the foothills of foothills Mount Tepidabo. Um, enjoy your hiking enjoy your foothills bye ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 